0: Uh, I went to the high school and college on the East Coast I brought my wood log with me I saw how that Wait they you brought like, your wood log wood with log, you? <laughs> yeah that's why I brought a I I like you know
1: Coming to you from Minneapolis Minnesota a conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors I'm your host Jody Gruen and we do this for fun note about this episode, we recorded live at the Theater Worth Park Trailhead. There's always a lot of activity going on here, and today was no exception, including some construction. Legacy is a gift that is passed down from one generation to the next. Often we think of property or money, but just as important are the loves and passions families have for a place or activity. Today we bring you the unique legacy of a family who not only has passed down a love for an uncommon activity, but who also continues to build their legacy by sharing their craft and making it more accessible. Abby Heschler Delaney's motto, never stop moving your feet, has taken her far. She's an entrepreneur, creator, champion, and teacher with lots to share. Abby, welcome to We Do This For Fun. Thank you for having me. Okay, so I've intentionally been cryptic introducing you because I really want you to kick this conversation off. Will you tell listeners what you and your family do for fun?
0: Yes. So I come from a family of world champion log rollers, and we log roll in the water. Um, Log rolling is a sport that's been around um, for nearly 150 years. It has a really rich history, Um, and it is a sport that came out of a way of life, out of the logging industry um, and in the outdoors, and very quickly people realized that it was Fun recreational activity to do as well, and so that's how it became a sport. That is so interesting. Um, one
1: of the things that I was going to ask you if log rolling did really originate with
0: lumberjacks, it did, yes. That I mean, the, the lumberjack log drivers, they were also called river pigs. <laughs> they that was how they got the lumber um, from the forests to the cities down. They used this vast river highway system that we have in north america and they would you know before you had um, uh, trucks and highways and our you know modern highway system they would use the rivers as the transportation highways and in the winter time they would spend all winter long chopping down the trees in the forest um, and then in the springtime when the rivers were flowing high and fast, they would send the logs down river uh, to the sawmills, um, just like they you know They come right here to Minneapolis, St. Paul, down the St. Croix, and then the Mississippi. Uh, But what happens when you step on a log in the water? It starts to spin. So these log drivers had to learn how to balance and spin on top of these logs, guiding them down the river so that they didn't get jammed up. You know, it's similar to a cattle drive. They're herding all these logs to market. Uh, And then, you know, being uh, competitive beings and also being human and looking for fun and recreation, um, they would start to challenge one another to see who was the better log roller and who could stay on longer. And that's how the sport was born. At the end of the logging season, they would have competitions uh, to see which lumber camps or which lumber companies had the better log rollers. And then very quickly, people started log rolling just for fun and recreation that had no tie to the logging industry. It just was you know something fun to do. It's probably similar to how like rodeo sports okay. evolved out of out of that industry.
1: Okay, um uh, it's funny because I was thinking of lumberjacks and them am just trying to like find something fun to do. I didn't think
0: that it actually came from. So they were actually balancing. On... That was actually one of the huh. jobs, and it was one of the actually higher paid jobs, and it was one of the more dangerous jobs because. While log rolling today is actually very safe uh-huh. and I've never been injured, but when you are in a freezing cold river full of logs coming behind you, and if you fell into the water, you could get crushed by oncoming logs. So, in that sense, as an occupation, it was very dangerous. Um, and also, something just this is a little bit more specific, but you know, people think of lumberjacks and they think big, burly guys and like, Flannels and jeans and stuff. And um, in fact, the log drivers, the men that that whose job it was to send the logs, jump from log to log down the river. Those were more of the agile, nimble-footed, sometimes smaller, you know, more spry. Um, athletes Um, and then it was the you know big burly guys who are actually in the forest chopping the trees down but they did you know everyone kind of did all the jobs but um, there are a lot of really fun like little historical things about um, you know how uh, log drivers were the best. The women, the ones that the women wanted to dance with uh. at the dance halls, because they were so light on their light feet and nimble. And like in Canada, <laughs> they all know um, the log drivers waltz, which is like this really cute little cartoon that they play in between commercials on Canadian broadcasting. And it's like this whole cartoon of this log driver. And and how good of a dancer he is. (laughs) Oh, cute.
1: I'm going to find that and put that in the show notes for sure. Yeah,
0: you definitely, it's worth looking up on YouTube.
1: That sounds darling. Okay, so again, with that, I'm just. It's curious because I had read that there's... So there was log rolling as part of their sort of competition. So, okay, I'm understanding that the, the really athletic, nimble, spry ones were log rollers. Mm-hmm. And then there's like competitions where people like cut down trees. Like I read that there's like a like actual lumberjack kind of yeah, competition. And, it, and
0: now like I would say like more modern lumberjack. They would call them timber sports athletes. Okay. As a sport, it would be timber sports Okay, athletes. got it. And um, the other thing is like historic. In the sports, the timber sports and log rolling have sort of been brought together almost more recently in some different competitions. But historically, a lot of times log rolling competitions were just on their own. They're very different. You know, you need water and a different type of athlete. And so it's something that kids can learn at a young age. Mm -hmm. So there are really only a few events like the World Lumberjack Championships, obviously up in Hayward, Wisconsin. That was an event started by Tony Wise, who also started the American Biner. He loved history and he loved sports and he loved the intersection of the two. So he created the World Lumberjack Championships and it brought together the climbers, the, the tree climbers and the chop, woodchoppers and the sawyers and the log rollers. Um, but really, like up until that point, the log rollers were kind of had their own. Compet- Got they had it. Their own, OK, we had, the, we had our own governing body for the sport that's okay. been around since 1926 Um, And even today, most of our log rolling tournaments are separate from any sort of wood chopping or timber sports, sadly. Okay,
1: just because you brought up the Berkey, Mm -hmm. is there a connection like with do a lot of people who ski also or vice versa log rollers maybe ski not maybe ski to log rolling but like log roller ski is that uh, a little bit yeah? i mean i
0: would say it's more probably because they grew up in hayward oh, okay got it <laughs> and, they, and it was just <laughs> and it's just a thing that you do that okay got it um, for sure i think that's how it happened with my family uh, but i but now though with the key log and with the fact that we are introducing the sport um, to more athletes through recreational facilities. I would say that, you know, kids in the summertime that do non-traditional sports are finding that log rolling is super fun as an individual sport the footwork the balance the core strength um it's such a great complement to other sports so um you know being a part of the lope community um and introducing log rolling to this community and in and around the twin cities um you know i do think that we will start to see more log rollers slash cross-country skiers yeah yeah
1: okay so that so everybody listen if you want your kids to be like better all-around athletes this sounds like a really great like kind of like how they say balance training and you know how pilates can really help you become a better all-around athlete or yoga or things like that sounds like log rolling could be
0: also slotted in there it really is it's um it's an amazing what we call a perturbation exercise so you know when you're doing a like a um some like a drill on a BOSU ball where you're trying to balance and then you might fall and then you have to catch yourself. In log rolling, you're continually falling and then catching yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because you're always trying to maintain that balance on the log. Um, and then the other piece of it is that it's low impact. So uh-huh. when you fall off, you just fall off into the water. So it's really like injury free. I've never sprained an ankle, broken a bone. I've never even torn a muscle um, because you're You're always stabilizing. You're not pivoting that much. There's no contact with any other athletes. So again, as a sport where maybe it's not your main sport, but your coach doesn't want you to do anything else because you don't want to get hurt, this (laughs) is kind of a nice training tool um, in the off season. Cool. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the setup for something Mm -hmm. like this.
1: Mm -hmm. So you need water, you need a log, and you did mention the key log. And this, I think, would be a really great time to maybe introduce us to that as well. Um, And then, what else do you need? I'm curious about footwear. Is this a barefoot sport? Like, what's what do what do we what do we need if we wanted to try something like this out? The
0: great thing about log rolling is you don't need a lot. That's what we say. You need a a log. You need essentially a box of water. Anytime (laughs) you know, you don't need it. Doesn't need to be super deep. It doesn't need to be a huge body of water. Oh, so you don't need to be in a lake. No, we have like a, you know, 18 foot diameter inflatable pool that we set up and we fill it up with water up to your knees and you can log roll. So you really, from that perspective, um, it also is very accessible in the sense that um, you can like set up the sport anywhere and do it for fun, you know, at an event or, um, you know, you could do it in a small swimming pool or if you wanted to put on a log rolling tournament you don't need like this massive body of water or even a an in-ground swimming pool like you can set up huh. these small portable tanks and log rolls um but uh you know you can learn barefoot most people do learn barefoot obviously it's kind of like soccer you can go out in the field and play soccer barefoot yeah. but if you're gonna go compete um you are probably gonna want a pair of cleats so with log rolling. Um, any sort of um just footwear with good traction like a minimal running shoe okay. um is really nice to wear uh and then of course yes you mentioned the key log yeah. and that is really the brainchild of um my mother who is a seven-time world champion and um she would even more so than competing in log she's passionate about sharing the sport and teaching the sport with others um and i grew up she grew up log rolling on 500 pound wood cedar cedar wood logs that's a pretty high barrier to entry into a sport when your equipment weighs 500 pounds you know there were only a few kind of locations across the united states where there were active log rolling programs going um because they had the right you know cedar logs and they had someone there that was interested in it and willing to put in the effort to get the 500 pound log into the pool or to the lake Um, but we saw, um, through, you know, Logger Lane's been on ABC World of Sports. It's been on ESPN. It's had this outsized attention, media attention for how big the sport is. Hmm. Uh, I went to the, High school and college on the East Coast. I brought my wood log with me. I saw how that much. Wait, they, you brought like, your wood log wood with log. you? Yeah, that way I brought a, <laughs> I like, you know, drove a log out in the pickup and then had the lacrosse team help me carry it into the swimming pool. Oh my gosh. And, Abby! <laughs> but people loved it. And so we just thought, okay, if we can just make the piece of equipment more accessible, uh-huh. just easier to maneuver, like actually, people. This sport could really grow um we also were up against we were trying to ship logs internationally um with a uh inner with a sister city like cultural exchange and when we they were all they were actually going to accept these wood logs and they were like yes let's do it we we want to do this and when we tried to ship the wood logs out of the country we couldn't because of agricultural yeah. restrictions. so that was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back where we were like okay If we're going to try to grow this sport if we're going to try to introduce people to it we first have to come up with a product that people can buy and that we can ship to them and they can put on their roof rack just like they would a stand-up paddleboard or a kayak or canoe um and so that was what i then was tasked with as i mentioned it was kind of my mom's brainchild but she wasn't at a point in her life when she wanted to start a new business and i was recently graduated from college and so she said hey do you want to try this and I took the bait and started working with engineers. Um, we came up with a, a design, and then we brought it to manufacturing. We manufacture with Winona Canoe Company here oh, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so we, yeah, we we have the mold. We source the material. They they make it for us. Uh, and now we've started over 500 log rolling programs across the world in all 50 states. And we work with recreational programs to help them start a log rolling program. So we sell them the equipment. We train their staff. Um, You know, we sell a lot to summer camps and parks and rec and college campuses, military recreation, resorts. Uh, And we're trying to grow the sport. And our vision is to make log rolling an Olympic sport one day. That is so cool. Well, and
1: I did want to mention that I looked at the Wikipedia entry for log rolling, and your mom's name is listed. I mean, that's pretty legit and cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, okay, so what's the process to try to, you know, make it an Olympic sport? Is it...
0: You have, have a certain, yeah, yeah. you have to have a certain number of countries and organ- governing bodies for each country. So really, right now is like we're at the very base level of just getting people excited about the sport yeah. and growing programs. And it's going to be a long, lift. but it's and, and possible, it's a, right? It's possible yeah, it's, yeah. Like from a sports perspective, I mean, log rolling to be an Olympic sport. I mean, like. One, it's an individual sport. Two, it doesn't take a lot of infrastructure. As I mentioned, you just need like a box of water Yeah. To put it on. You know, you don't need like a, a mountain and or, yeah, like a, a luge. luge Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's a pretty low barrier in that sense. It's really easy to from like a television perspective. It's actually great TV because it's easy to produce. You don't have to. The action doesn't move. It's just right there. It's, you know, the foot where you're focusing on the footwork. Um. And it's also, as a spectator sport, easy for people to understand. There aren't a lot of rules. You're just two people on one log. There's a center line. You can't cross the center line. You can't touch each other. And then you're just each trying to be the last one on top, or you're trying to get your opponent off, you know, in a match of three out of five falls. So... And it's easy to see. Oh, that person won; they stayed on longer. That person that you know you don't need to understand So there's not all any of these, these like weird points like in wrestling because
1: you no. got them mm-hmm. to move
0: this way or you got it like yeah no, okay not all right. like that which actually would be a really interesting thing and we've <laughs> talked about oh that would be cool like it would, could encourage people to be more um, like aggressive mm-hmm. with how they log roll you know because you can do certain maneuvers like you can. Sp- stick your foot in the water and splash water up in your opponent's eye or (gasps) so it's super competitive you can be yeah you can like speed you know do a direction change or speed the log up or bob the log so there are definitely there's like a strategy once you get to a certain level
1: okay so tell me maybe and the listeners about like one of the most intense battles you've been in and maybe some strategies that you... You don't yeah, have to share yeah. strategies. No, no, if, no, no, no. <laughs> If those are secret. No, they're
0: not too secret. Well, you know, so I'm actually... A, if log rolling were a bigger sport, it would be a sport, like you said, like wrestling. Like, that would be weight class, actually. Okay. Because there is a weight component. If you had two equally skilled log rollers and one is heavier the heavier one would have an advantage because okay. they would be you know you're both on the same log so they have an ability just to throw their weight around whichever you know it's all physics so every action has an opposite and equal reaction so if the bigger person can you know make the log move yeah. in one way that's going to be they're going to have more success doing that um, so my strategy has really been more of like an endurance strategy and let the other person make okay. a mistake, oh, all right. um, you know, because I will have less of a chance of like dislodging yeah. a larger opponent, being a smaller log roller. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I typically really like focus on my So you just endurance. keep them moving, huh? <laughs> yeah, keep like really small st- footsteps, just like frustrate them and try not to make any okay. mistakes. Okay. Um, And just be really mentally tough. I mean, that is the other thing is log rolling is really a mental sport because you're it's everything happens so fast. Um, You know, one small step, one small maneuver and you're like off the log and you're in the water. Um, And it's happening really fast. But you also have to be like find that really calm um, kind of Zen, just like, you know, get in that flow state. Um, and it's a sparring sport, too, so, you know, it's competitive, you're really close to your opponent, and you can hear them breathing, and you're, you know, it is, again, it's like boxing in that sense, you're not physically throwing punches at right. each other, but you are close to each other, and you're kind of throwing punches through the log okay. to each other, and um, so, uh, But you can't touch each other. You can't touch okay. each other. No. Uh-uh. There's a center line, too. So you can't, like, step over the center. Okay. You have to stay on your side of the wall. So if you step over the center line, you automatically, that's like, a, that's, that's a... Fall, yeah, that goes to the other opponent. Okay. It's like a fall count for the other person, Okay. Opponent.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And is this a sport that's only done in fair weather, or does it happen... Also, like in not great weather and even in the wintertime,
0: well, it happens in the wintertime in the sense that now with the key log, um, we can bring the equipment indoors into indoor pools. okay, um so there is especially for youth, there's kind of like an indoor season there's a, there's a lot of there are a fair amount of YMCA and park and rec vlog rolling programs um, and now that it's growing as like a collegiate sport at a club level, a okay lot of, you know. College kids are doing it for fun and then kind of organizing their own tournaments yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, and even just in now in warm weather places, I mean, in aquatic facilities, sure. and swimming, outdoor swimming yeah. pools, um, obviously you're in the water. So, at, you know, if there's like a lightning storm, yeah, line, yeah, you can't do, yeah, bad idea. Do it. <laughs> but, um, you know, it does like if it's, if you're in a natural body of water and it's windy, I mean, that really wavy, the waves really affect. um, the log a lot as well so yeah it can get like intense and um you know at big competitions if the storm if a storm is blowing in but it hasn't quite arrived yet and you You're, can kind of yeah, feel a lot of yeah. that intensity huh.
1: it seems to me that you know there's all these people now that have loving the um ice dipping and, you know, what they call polar plunging, you know, that kind of th- It just seems like people are going to take your log and yeah, right. well, cut a huge hole. Done, we and have d- done
0: a polar plunge before. Okay. We did the Minneapolis polar plunge okay. and we put the log in and did that. So, yeah, it is pretty Did you fun. do it as, did, as like a demo? Yeah, we did it as a demo. It was so but fun. But you, ultimately you will fall in, right? Yeah, because you, I mean, ha- like you have to get on the log yeah. and you have to get off yeah. the log. Yeah, and usually like when you if you're log rolling against someone um when they start to fall in it's pretty typical that you're gonna like fall in after them because their weight just kind of accelerates the log as they're falling into the water um so yeah you're probably gonna get wet either way and that's kind of the fun thing about log rolling too though is that at the end of the day everyone falls in yeah um so at a recreational level everyone's splashing and falling in the water and that's pretty funny. yeah
1: okay so you said that these you know the log that you have developed along with you know your family
0: and so what is your your company called it's called key log rolling okay um and the reason it's called key log rolling is um historically the key log was the log that the log drivers had to find if they if they messed up and they caused a log jam in the river like if some of the logs got all jammed up you know that was a really bad thing because all of a sudden this this wood would back up for miles and miles, and they had to kind of dislodge this jam to get the, the all the timber flowing down river again. Um, and if some log jams were back, would be backed up for like miles and mm-hmm. stacked super high, and they might have to dynamite it to like get it going again. Which now they're losing wood. Yeah. Um, but so the but the key log was the log that they had to find. That would unleash the jam, kind of like the keystone. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's an important log. And so for us, um, the key log is the log that's going to unleash the jam Mm. in the sport and get it flowing, get it growing, get it moving. Um, And so that gives me some chills when I think of yeah. yeah, That's cool. The key log is pretty is pretty unique.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like your family is key to all of
0: this too. Are there others working in the you know? So, um, not at like in the business, it's, um, you know, my parents are involved and my siblings are involved from a standpoint of, Hey, we have a demo here. Would you want to come and log right. like there <laughs> But they're not officially involved in the business. Um, but it is at, so for my, my mom, she had, um, Five siblings, and so there were six kids. They grew up in a small town in northern Wisconsin, in Hayward, Wisconsin, which is again where the Berkey was started and where the World Lumberjack Championships was started. And um, her mom was a single mom uh, with six kids. And in that town, uh, a young woman taught log rolling classes to kids in the summertime in Lumberjack Bowl, which was where. Tony Wise, who, again, started the Berkey, started the World Lumberjack Championships. He had this a restaurant. And as I mentioned, he loved history. And he hired a young woman to teach. He hired a one, young woman to log roll for entertainment for the restaurant goers and the people that would come uh, to their tourist okay, attractions. Yep. This was in the 60s, and she was an amazing woman and a feminist. And she said, "I'm not going to just get up there in my bikini and log roll for people." Of course, they wanted her in a bikini, right? Yeah, yeah. But I will teach kids how to log ah. roll, and they can be the entertainment. Yeah. And um, and then we can start this little community log rolling program. So, my grandmother signed um, the younger kids up for classes. It was essentially their summer camp. I mean, that's they didn't have like. <laughs> yeah know, yeah like, so they would spend my mom and her younger siblings would just spend all day long in lumberjack bowl learning how to log roll and as a young woman in the 60s in a small town before title nine and an active young girl where like cheerleading was really the only sport yeah. for her um she became obsessed with log rolling and um so at 16 she went on to win her world her first world title um and then, you know, one seven and she um but and then so her siblings also were involved and in, are involved in the sport. They took more of they actually went on to the kind of other side of it with the, her her younger brother was an amazing law girl or he has four four world titles. Um but then Good they Lord. also did Wow. They also did um her siblings took over that business from Tony wise um, with the lumberjack kind of entertainment and Ah. they would go to the state fairs and they did the tourist attractions. So they did all of the things. They did the tree climbing and the shopping and the sawing Um, and they would have, you know, the lumberjack like roadshow. And uh, so in that sense, they are, yes, involved in timber sports, involved in the business, um, that side of the business. But my mom was purely about log rolling Purely about the sport of it, about getting kids involved, um, being more involved in the development of the sport rather than the business. But then now the business is the product, mm-hmm. the key log. And so that's a little bit separate. But in that sense, yes, it's very much a family uh, endeavor.
1: Oh, that, I had no idea that it also spanned through... I mean, really, this is legacy yeah. in so
0: many ways. Yeah, it's really. They have an amazing family. Um, you know, the um, my aunt, she has a, a lumberjack. She she was really involved in getting more women involved in the timber sports side of things. She wasn't as She did log roll, but then she really um, got more women into the chopping and the sawing. Um, And she has a lumberjack show out in Maine. So as I mentioned, I went to high school and college um, on the East Coast and all my friends that would go up in summer, you know, uh, in Maine, in Bar Harbor, they would go up past the like lumberjack tourist attraction and they would be like, oh my gosh, your aunt is (laughs) Tina. Okay. I thought you were going to say that's what I did for
1: a summer job. (laughs)
0: Well, I did do. I I would do that as a summer job. Because they always needed log roll, or like people had to, <laughs> to log roll in the shows. Um, and then likewise, my un- uncle, um, he went out to Alaska and he has a very successful like lumberjack entertainment tourist spot um, where all the uh, cruise ships stop. Uh, um OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, it's a it's a unique and it has a rich history. And yeah. Okay. So it sounds like
1: there's lots of opportunities for people to catch a show, be mm-hmm. able to see something, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they wanted to try it or get their kids involved, um, what is the best way you do you think for someone to, to try it out? Yeah.
0: Find your local um, you know, aquatic facility, park and rec, YMCA, see if they maybe already have classes. Minneapolis Park and Rec Board has classes in the summertime all of the i mean like st louis park shore i mean all of the areas surrounding the twin cities most of those um aquatic facilities actually have key logs now and do have classes there are also clubs um that you can join and that might offer classes here in the Twin Cities. But again, as I, I mean, we've started programs in all 50 states. If you don't have a log rolling program near you, contact your aquatic facility, uh, your yeah. park and rec, and say, hey, there's this really cool sport that I think would be great for our community. Because, um, you know, right now, so many swimming pools, they're looking for things to yeah. do in the pool, you know, more so than just lap swimming. Yeah. Um, and so that's where we've really found a lot of success in terms of business. Like people, like uh, you know, aquatic directors that are like trying to figure out ways to activate mm-hmm. our pool. We just built this brand new aquatic facility, but we need classes mm-hmm. and fun things. You know, if you're not a lap swimmer or on the swim team, you know, or. You know, kids either, they take swim lessons and then if they don't join swim team, you kind of lose them for a little while until they're doing water aerobics in their 70s. (laughs) So, like, you can kind of keep that younger um, group in the pool. And it's a fun, you know, young adults are learning and looking for alternative, um, you know, activities and things to do, fitness yeah. activities. Yeah. So is it also
1: like a rentable thing? Is it something that, you know, people could get their hands on one to, yeah, I mean, you know, we, have well, like a obviously party you can or buy something.
0: Buy your own keylog. You can so buy you can your own. Buy, okay. Yeah, you it's can not buy just like like um, licensed yeah, yeah, for yeah, no. mm-hmm. particular types of yep, facilities. Yep, buy okay? it, Have it at your lo- lake home. Have okay. it in your backyard pool. Um we were actually just my sister has a pool and we were log rolling last night in her pool and fine when you uh, mentioned legacy at the beginning of the program. I had to laugh because she was teasing her 10 year old boy- son last night and saying, Henry, we have a legacy to protect. If you better keep <laughs> practicing. Because his friend, of course, was having more fun practicing than he was. Um, and so, um, yes, you can certainly get your own key log. And it's so fun to like bring it you know even if you don't have a pool or live on a lake i mean you can put it on your roof rack just like any you know stand-up paddleboard kayak and you bring it down the lake and as soon as you put it in the water instant friends instant friends friends. yes i mean my sister and i laugh all the time because we used to practice um at thomas beach at bidet micaska and people would just come up to us and say hey can i try that and we would always laugh because if you were like in a kayak or a stand up paddleboard Never. no one would come up Never. to you and say hey can i try that <laughs> can i just take that for a spin yeah. Or, like, yeah. <laughs> like, but there's something about it i mean one i think you're not like going anywhere Yeah, you're, you're not going to you you're can't not going like, to run away with yeah. it um uh, but it is just people see it and they want to try it can i just step on that so yeah it's definitely instant friends um uh But yeah, if you don't buy your own, we we rent them, you know, here out of the Twin Cities. You do? Okay. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And then, um, you know different resorts and places like that have them too. So, yeah. Well, mm-hmm.
1: I'm just thinking, you know, with the um with ho- summer holidays mm-hmm. and birthday yeah. parties and things like that, mm-hmm. how fun that would be to be able to offer your mm-hmm. guests or like the cousins and mm-hmm. you know, especially when you don't get together that much or even if you needed an icebreaker. It yeah. just seems like a really great way yeah. to like create community with laughter mm-hmm. and like create some friendly competition and Totally. It's yeah.
0: super fun for parties, birthday parties, you know, like Family reunions. Um, it's also a really great team building activity. Oh. I've done. I've gotten you know hired by different organizations and corporations to do a log rolling. Um, you know, have log rolling as part of their team building because one, I mean, most people are all pretty new at it. Yeah. like There's not going to be any yeah. one person, and you're just you know you're all doing it there together. There's also um, a really int- you know. You have to be a little bit vulnerable to get up in front of your coworkers and try something new. But at the end of the day, everyone's la—you know—they're just yeah. is like the laughter yeah. is amazing, and there are also some really interesting metaphors to bring into it from like an organizational perspective about focusing on your core and always, as you mentioned, always keeping your feet moving and always just mm-hmm. taking little steps and. So even more than taking little steps or always keeping your foot moving and log rolling, what I find interesting is that sometimes you have to take steps backwards to stay on top. Oh, I think that's the most important another thing good is one. that in order to stay balanced and stay on top, you have to be willing to take steps backwards and log rolling. You're taking steps forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. And yes, it is easier to take in log rolling, you know, when you're, because you're, you're walking the log spins in both directions ideally when you're in a logger lane match or even just lane by yourself you you are taking steps towards because that feels more natural yeah but if the log starts moving too fast, or if your opponent starts pulling the log in the o- other direction, you have to be willing to back up, yeah, uh, to regain that balance and that center of, of balance. So I think that's really um, an important piece of it. And when you fall off, you have to get back on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really basic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You always have to be willing to get back. We off. all love a good metaphor. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! And those are really good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where can
0: people find you? What's the best way to reach out about any of this yeah. Oh, i mean our website keylogrolling.com um you know just send us a message on our website and it comes right to me of course we're a small <laughs> business um and if you do want to buy one it says sold out but we're not sold out we're just click on the link to order because it's um we're taking orders in a different way right now with the pandemic it's just been you know kind of crazy and we had to catch up on a lot of orders so now we're just having everyone fill out an online order form so we can manage the shipping better so but logs are you know rolling out the door and people are ordering them and um it's been really fun to see that happening again yeah Yeah. and you make frequent
1: appearances here at the trailhead don't you at theater worth Yeah. yeah
0: so um we well so I also work for the (laughs) Lopez, which I only found out after I contacted you like, wait, do you know, I work here, (laughs) which was a, which was a very happy accident. Um, I've been a long time community member, um, and have done, you know, some fun side log rolling things with the little with the camps and, um, with some events. Uh, but as I mentioned, I'm also a cross country skier and, um, so I have now the sponsorship director for the low bit, primarily to raise money for the world cup that we're hosting oh, next February, are. the cross <gasps> country world cup, yeah. um, which I was so excited to pursue because, um, just to get a different perspective and a different organizing body for a sport yeah. and to see the inner workings of that. Um, so yes, you can, I, you can, I wear both hats sometimes at the Lopit when we do, um, our, you know, our field day in the fall, which is when we have a bunch of fun activities for the kids uh and we bring out our log rolling pool and set that up and do log rolling here um and then also you know with the trail kids and the adventures camps they're going to be doing some log rolling in the camps this summer which is very fun and yeah another reason to
1: get involved here at the lope community over here yeah so your kids can Bike, swim, run, orienteer, and who knew that they could also, yeah, paddle and log roll by getting involved over here. Yeah. That's incredible. Abby, thank you. Is there anything else you want to share with people before we sign off? Oh, my gosh. I guess I would just say
0: give it a spin. (laughs) Give it a roll. It's so fun, and I think you'll be surprised. Um, I anyone that you won't get injured if people think that they're you know oh i'm gonna like you know hit my face or crack my teeth or something (laughs) log rolling is a really safe sport and i just encourage everyone to give it a try because you might surprise yourself and and find find your new thing
1: yeah that's what i always that's one thing that i keep talking about is if you don't try it you'll never know if you Mm -hmm. love it that's what i just it's like just give everything a try and just see what happens yeah
0: you'll be totally surprised people think oh i could never do that i could never do that um and you know, you just step up and you start moving your feet and you fall off and you step on, and you get back up. And, um, the whole learning process is really incredible. You'll, it just is, it's a lifelong sport that you can keep just figuring new things out and getting better at. And that's been really fun to see. I will say it's been really amazing to see people. For me, it's been very rewarding, um, to see people take up log rolling just for fun and yeah. fitness. Cause I yeah. grew up you know, in a family of world champion log rollers, <laughs> no fun. Be, it was competitive, you know, it was like, get down to the training yeah, pond. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, it was, there but was you had a training pond, intensity. your own. Well, yeah, we lived in the neighborhood. <laughs> my dad's also a real estate developer. So when he made our neighborhood, we had a log rolling pond. <laughs> um, of course that was in, the, my mom was like, we have to have a pond in the neighborhood. <laughs> um, so it's been very rewarding for me to see this whole other side of log rolling through key log, um, to see people, you know, who maybe I never thought would have been good log rollers and who have just picked it up. And, um, you know, I've seen parents have come up to me that said I couldn't get my kids into any other sport. And now they're obsessed mm. with log rolling. Um, just, you know, all of that has been more rewarding than, I mean, whether or not loggerline makes it in the Olympics, um, it's just been amazing to see people, you know, find joy in it. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, coming out of the <laughs> pandemic and being like, why are we doing this? And what is the, this, you know, this, why are we like this business? Why are we making these logs? But it's now coming around. Yeah. So you know what? Everyone just yeah. needs their little thing. And um, if we can be that thing for some people that's really amazing yeah well it sounds like you are thank you so much thank you thanks for having me and thanks for sharing our story yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) we do this for fun is brought to you by Boreal a catalyst for wellness transformation inspired by the beauty of the north Boreal helps people find and align with nature to power individual health and wellness wellness coaching plant-based and outdoor cooking classes camping wellness retreats and more Learn more at Boreal.com. That's B-O-R-E-A-L-L-E.com. It would mean so much to us if you would follow and subscribe to the We Do This For Fun show page on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's easy. Just hit the plus sign or click on follow. Many of you read reviews for outdoor gear to help make purchases for your outdoor adventures. The more reviews, the more likely you are to purchase or take a brand seriously. It's like that with podcasts, too. We'd love for you to give us a five-star review. And after you've done that, just share a quick comment about what you like about We Do This For Fun. Please share our episodes. Help us make an impact because everyone deserves to have fun out there.